0: Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities. Up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply.
1: The following podcast is a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be sent to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. With Bruce Buffer. And
0: now it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are
2: five. It's Bruce Buffer. <laughs>
1: Bruce Buffer
2: from the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping... To the Great Wall of China, back to the streets of Orlando, Florida, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you as we talk about everything on It's Time. It's no-holes-barred radio, folks. UFC movies total wine and more announces
0: points with a purpose now through September 13th collect five times points on wines and spirits points earned equals a matching donation to local charities up to $2 million in total shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. terms and conditions apply
2: current events president Trump sex drugs rock and roll all necessarily not in that order but we are here today with another special guest a guest who we always enjoy having on the show There's lots to talk about. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. What's up, bud? What's up, baby? And uh, we're bringing on Big John McCarthy. Referee extraordinaire, now commentator extraordinaire, Big John. Hi, John.
1: How's it going, Bruce? How you doing?
2: Doing pretty good, buddy. Doing pretty good. First off, I'm going to miss you dearly. 22 years working with you. But... Not going to miss you because I'm so happy for you. And I know I'll see you around the F- MMA campus. Congratulations on your gig over at Bellator as the new commentator. Um, Jimmy Smith runs over to UFC and John McCarthy runs over to Bellator and everybody's happy. And I heard you did a great job. I'm sorry I did not see the show. It's been a crazy, crazy busy time for me. But I'll report some reading and seeing and hearing from people. they were very happy to see you on the show. So how was it, John? How did you enjoy commentating?
1: I enjoy. You know, the, I've done three shows now, and I've enjoyed it. It's it's something new, and it's fun for me, and you know, I'm putting a lot of work into it. But you know, the whole thing is, I did it for not. You know, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't this thing. Oh, I want to be refereeing. I love refereeing, and I love working all the shows, and I love you know working with the UFC. But I got tired of the travel. I got tired of being away all the time, and so now I get to spend a lot more time with uh, my wife at home. and you know what it's like a lot of people have no idea how much you travel and i traveled more than you yeah and it gets to you after a while and uh, you know after all the years i just got to the point i was like you know what it's just not fun and i didn't want to do something if it wasn't fun
2: yeah the novelty wore off for me a long time ago john and and granted and i'm sure you know under you your new contract if not i'm calling coker right after the show you fly business or first class where attainable um and with that being said, it doesn't really matter. You're still on a plane. You're still in there for hours. You know, Florida, six-hour flight coming up. Australia the other week was a 20-hour flight. that's it, not fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun when you want to get away and just be by yourself and see the same movies <laughs> over and over again. But, uh, no, that's the hardest part of the job as far as I'm concerned.
1: And, well, and it is. And, and, you know, no disrespect to anyone, but you are flying business or first, and I'm flying coach. And I was flying coach everywhere because I work for the athletic commissions. I don't work for the UFC. I didn't work for Bellator. I didn't work for any of these actual promotions. You know, when it came to the states or going to places, I worked for the athletic commission, and it was coach everywhere. And look, I got bumped up to first class because I had so many miles. Sometimes, uh-huh. but sitting in coach, you know, going to Australia, sitting in the back of the bus, you know, for seventeen hours is not fun. And I just got to the point. I was like, you know what? It's just not fun.
2: Actually, there's one word for it, John. It's called Brutal. It's just brutal. The food food sucks. The chair sucks. (laughs) The atmosphere sucks. It's brutal. Let's let's get real. You're not going on vacation. You're going to work, and it's something you have to do every week. So I'm with you all the way on that. But times have changed. New contract. Hopefully a boatload of cash, which I just pray you are receiving. I know Scott's taking good care of you. And uh, just I wish you all the best, John. I think it's great. And I am going to catch up on your shows And I promise you, I will give you a full critique next time I see you. <laughs> <It> <laughs> if
1: sounds, you want to take, sounds you. perfect. I need it.
2: Uh, yeah, I bet you do.
1: Right, <laughs>
2: you're a pro, no, John. No,
1: you look at, it's all, you know, it, it's so good because look at, you know the best part is, and I said it before, I didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, you know, as far as a referee, other than down. And right. I'm not saying that I was the best, but look at I got to do the biggest shows. I got to do the biggest fights. And there's always going to be oh that next fight and look it I will always wish that I had that next fight but there's no there was no place for me to go I couldn't do any bigger shows I couldn't do any bigger fights and so the only thing that was going to happen is you know look at look at what just happened to Mario you know he he's in a position now he's not going to work and that's because he has you know people that are looking at him they're mad at him about a certain fight and it can happen fast, and so you have to look at everything, and I looked at you know, my career, everything that I've been able to be part of. It wasn't going to get any better. It, it it could stay at that level, and that would be awesome, but the only place it was going to go was down, and this was a new area that I could work at getting better and, and have fun at learning, and so that's why I went and did it, and Bellator has been awesome to me. Scott Coker is the best, and so I'm just happy, having fun doing what I'm doing.
2: Well, that's that's great to hear. But two things now, John. Um, you mentioned Mario. You mentioned uh, the idea that it was only you know nowhere to go but down as far as refereeing. And I know what you mean by that, but just to clarify more for the audience, there's not like when you're refereeing, you're refereeing. It's not like you're going to become the president of the referees, the vice president of the referees, the chairman of the board of the referee <laughs> incorporated. You're I, refereeing.
0: I think he and, already was all those things. Maybe not officially. I think he well, was the president of referees.
2: Let Let's be real and just say that John is. Uh, The greatest referee in MMA to ever grace the cage, uh, no matter what uh, show he's working or the ring, no matter what show he's working. The efforts that John McCarthy made and rule changes, uh, even from day one, the way he treated the fighters, the respect they received from the fighters. John is the president of the referees, but now he's left that office, retired from that office. And uh, he's onto a new office. And just like a fighter who's got to think beyond their guns and think after their career, that is exactly what John McCarthy, John you I'm sorry, I talked about a third person, John you have done here, and it's to be commended, and you're making the right move. And that's the bottom line, because now you have a job that you can do, beyond the physicality you need for the job that you have done, that you can do for the rest of your life as long as you care to work. So good move, John. Good move.
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
2: Now, with that being said, okay, We've got the UFC show coming up this weekend on Fox, which, by the way, for the first time, I think, in a while, we have the prelims and the main card both on Fox. Uh, There was an incident occurred here, and I'm very excited about the cards. A good, solid card. Tisha Torres, Jessica Estrage. Very good card. Josh Emmett, Jeremy Stevens, Ovince St. Preux coming back for the 45th time in a year to fight, uh, (laughs) whatever it is. Platinum Mike Perry, Max Griffin. Uh, There's three female fights. Eric Mann's on the card. Hannah Burrell's on the card. Ben Saunders is on the card. On and on and on and on. So now we have that. Now, there was a fighter on the card who we both respect and like, and Gilbert Burns. He came in 31 pounds overweight, I think, just yesterday, or it was, it was said. First time it's ever happened, solid safety move, in my opinion, by the UFC. I think something has to be said about this, that if a fighter does come in extremely overweight, hey, you screwed up in your own way, you didn't train properly, preparing for the weight cut that you have to make, and we're not going to let you endanger your life. You're off the card. Is that pretty much what it is, John?
1: that is basically as bare bones as you can get that's what occurred is you know Gilbert came in and people need to understand every fighter gets weighed in and and the UFC as an organization they weigh in those fighters when they arrive and that's usually on the monday or tuesday before the fight mm-hmm. and when they come in they're put on the scale so they have an idea of where they're at and how much weight they have to lose to make weight and they want their fighters to be somewhere approximately within eight percent of that targeted weight is where they want him to be. And Gilbert came in, he was thirty one pounds above the hundred and fifty five pound limit. Wow. And that's thirty one pounds of weight that they know look at he's already probably been losing weight. And they looked at it and said, look at this is not healthy. This is bad. We've already had bad instances occur and we're not even gonna let you try. We're just gonna pull you from the card. And I know Gilbert doesn't like that and I'm sure it upset him and I feel bad for his opponent because his opponent is coming in trying to do the right things and now loses his fight. But you have to have someone that's going to put their foot down and tell guys that you can't do this. You cannot come in and put your health at risk to make a specific number. You've got to do this the right way throughout your entire camp and get yourself down to a reasonable amount of weight where you can do a weight cut if you want, that is reasonable, that is not going to endanger you getting, you know, the shutdown of your internal organs, having kidney failure, having a heart attack. We have had fighters have heart attacks in cages based upon weight cuts. And all of this has come out, and we have got to do something to change the culture of what fighters are doing. And this is a, a beautiful step that I don't know who is responsible, be it with the Florida State Athletic Commission, be it with the UFC's medical staff, but whoever made that choice and pulled the trigger and said, that's it, I'm pulling you from the card, congratulations, you did a great thing. It's not an easy thing to do, but it is. it was the right thing to do for Gilbert Burns' health, and it's the right thing for other fighters to see, hey, I can't come in with that much weight to lose. They're not going to let me fight.
2: Agreed. Agreed. And uh Listen, it's all about safety of the fighters, right? That's what your referee, uh, as a referee, that's what you do when it's active at the time of battle. But it's all about the fighter's safety throughout what they're going through. And I think enough fighter cut and issues have happened in the last year, including deaths, that uh, this all has to be taken notice of. And I'm very happy to see it being taken notice of. So let's hope for the best as the future goes because it's all about safety for the fighters. Now, safety for the fighters, we know. Safety for our children, we don't know, but we know. We had to talk about the horrific school shooting, the 18th school shooting in 2018 in our wonderful United States of America. It is getting frigging ridiculous. John, I, I read about this stuff as you do. You've seen it in person far beyond what I've seen in your career as a police officer in many different varied ways of how men and children can harm each other. Now it's come to a time where the school shooting that took place, I have never been affected by a school shooting as I'm affected by all of them but never been affected as I have been by the Parkland school shooting that took place and uh, what's the difference ho- in this one compared to the other ones for you Bruce well what happened is it just there's something about this the others the others believe me affected me don't get me wrong John I'm affected okay. badly this one seemed to have more of an effect and I think it was because of the fact uh a we're dealing with a nineteen year old uh young man that was able to go and buy an AR-15 assault weapon, which my stand on that, even though I own a, a assault weapon, is that you can have it back any day you want. They do not need to be in the hands of private citizens. We've talked about this many times on the show. When you've been on the show, we've covered it. I don't want to reshoot yep. a lot of it. But I collect guns. I am not a hunter. I am a man who protects my family, as well as enjoys shooting a fine firearm, okay, and collecting historical firearms. But I don't care if I don't have an assault rifle. I don't care if I don't have a machine gun. We don't need them. They are for police and military. I can protect myself with a thirty-eight, three fifty-seven Magnum revolver. I can protect myself with a Beretta 92. I can protect myself with a Glock 9 and a shotgun, and I'm fine. That's all I need if that's what it comes down to. It very much disturbed me that this, this young man who has been reported both to the FBI has had police visit his house on multiple occasions, has displayed issues of mental whatever that could have been seen by people he knows, and he can still get a weapon, and we still have the system in our country where each state is different and is not uniform across the country to protect this from happening. And also, you and I both know, and I'm sorry I'm being long-winded here, there are so many weapons out there that the bad guys know where to get them. I firmly believe that, even if they, even if we stop allowing them to be sold. But there is no reason why a young man can go in and buy this under the current state of what it takes to buy a weapon. Background checks, personified, make it as hard as possible, yet still allow us to own weapons if we want them. So that, and combined with the stories I read, which have happened at other shootings, um, the 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 heroism from students opening doors to let students through, taking bullets in the process, to the football coach that died protecting students, to the way the students eloquently, eloquently Handled themselves talking about the situation and pleading with the United States of America President Trump to do something. From the mother that gave that video that went viral that had me in tears watching her plead. That's why it affected me more, John. I think it's there's been okay. more attention paid to the shooting than anything, but it just it just took me to another level, and I'm tired of it, John. I'm so f- fucking tired of it. It's got to stop.
1: I think everyone, Bruce, if if you're not tired of it if everyone is not tired of this, they got a problem because this is as serious a problem as we can have. We cannot allow these things to continue on. These are, you know, when we, when we look at anything and you can look at, you can look at nature itself and watch nature and watch mothers of their cubs, of their, you know, babies protecting their babies with Everything that they have, which is their life. And that's what we do. And the fact that we have people coming into our schools and able to bring a weapon into the school and just open fire on our kids, this cannot happen anymore. And we need to do things. We absolutely need to do things to make sure that this doesn't happen in this fashion. Now, when you're sitting there, the one thing I'm going to, I'm going to, I play both sides when you're talking about 18 school shootings in 2018, you're right. But when we talk about that, we're also talking about people that are defending students in schools against people that have come to that school. That's now a school shooting. That's part of the statistics, but it's where the gun was a tool that was used to protect the kids. And so you've got to look at both sides. We need to start Putting people in place to protect our children from animals that are going to come in and try to harm them. Okay.
2: And, and now that if you we brought, don't do
1: that, if we don't do that, we know that this is going to continue.
2: Absolutely agree. Um, you know, I'll, I want to touch. I want to, I want to stay on that one subject about arming and protecting the students at school. Um, one thing is, I remember through my lifetime that there were incidences of mass murder or of killings where people said that they were influenced by movies. Then the video games became popular. They've been influenced. Next was by video games. Now we have YouTube showing videos that should never be on YouTube that that the children have access to, and we're hearing the blaming on the social media YouTube generation on what they can watch and see. All of this plays a factor, but when President Trump comes out and he suggests... And I'm against this, and I'll tell you why. He suggests Army teachers as a solution to increase school safety. Now, I'm not against a teacher who is police or military trained that, in that state okay. earned the right to get a CCW and carry at school. But I'm not about okay. to allow teachers that have no training and no knowledge of what no. it's like to be face down but, to carry but, a weapon. but yeah
1: he's making a blanket statement and yes. you're making a blanket statement. Yes, I am, us. Let's, let's take a look. How many ex-veterans do we have that are school teachers? we got a, a lot. lot. A lot, yeah. we got a lot. Okay, so if that teacher says, I will step up and I will be someone that will be armed, okay? So what we'll do is we take that teacher and we vet that teacher completely, making sure there's nothing in our background, even though they have supposedly been vetted as a teacher, they go through another process, and then they go through training, and they go through all of these schools, and that person, are they going to be there for the protection of our children, or are they endangering our children?
2: They're going to be there
1: for the protection, and what is wrong with that?
2: John, there's there's nothing wrong wrong with with that. There's nothing wrong with it, John, but you laid it out as I was, I hope I got across what I was saying. If they're trained properly, and we develop a program... That they It's almost like becoming a reserve police officer. You know, if if they can get the training to do that and be able to communicate on a level of communication that police and the federal authorities need when they deal with a situation like this, and they are designated as that person, they don't have to be in uniform at the school, I have no problem with it. I have no problem. I could see where six six teachers in a large school could make all the difference in the world if that was the case, along with the the security guards or we used to call rent-a-cops, but hopefully they're being trained better. I, this also goes down, I think the security forces that man these schools, we got to make sure these people are trained and armed to the hill. This is where government dollars could really be a big help in the public school system.
1: <laughs> <This> is <laughs> you're absolutely right. Why are those government do- dollars going to other countries? We got problems they're go- here. They're going to other countries that need to be solved. Yeah' they're going to other con- money, and so let's put that money in the right direction. But you know here's, here's one of the things to think about, Bruce. You know you and I went to school about the same time, mm-hmm. right. And per capita, there was more guns actually out there at that time. We didn't have these problems. No. We didn't have these same problems. And why? Nope. We were raised differently. Thank you, Things John. were different.
2: Thank we you, John. We made
1: decisions. We Thank were you, not John. these kept-up kids. What we've done with our kids is absolutely destroying some of them. I and, agree. And, and there is a mental health issue with you know our society. And when we have information that is out there, that we have a young man who has got mental issues and is causing problems, and we knew about this with Nicholas Cruz, and we have police officers going and talking to him and mm-hmm. finding out these stories, that report from the police officers needs to go. And at that moment that this person has been talked to and has shown aggressive tendencies, and has shown all the things that young Nicholas Cruz showed, there's no way in the world that person should be able to buy a gun. There's no way in the world that they should be able to go anywhere and pick up anything from a legal status. You can do things illegally all the time, and there's always that possibility. But we have systems in place that we can make sure that that person isn't allowed to. But those things aren't being done because God knows we don't want to interfere with that person's rights.
2: Well, it goes beyond the rights to start to
1: create problems for the rest of society. You start to lose those rights.
2: Agreed. But you also have Congress and a Senate that are split in two that receive funds from the NRA called the Republicans that when a vote comes up for gun control in this country, the Democrats vote for it and the Republicans don't. And why? Because of all the friggin' money they get from the NRA is one of the key reasons. So, how in the hell are we ever going to pass these laws properly with the kind of split force based on the almighty dollar for the campaign funds, or god knows where else it goes? When is it going to change, John? I don't know. Well, but I don't
1: know. I know that. Well, the, but here's your problem: is we we don't have a middle ground here. We have people on the left. Fringe, and we have people on the right fringe, mm-hmm. and there's no middle ground because I have people that want to get rid of guns completely. Okay, and you look and you go, That doesn't make sense, and it's not possible. Don't think about even trying to say it because that won't work. So, what your idea is a loss from the beginning. And then I have people saying, Every person should be able to be armed, every person should be able to have a the right to carry. And that's ridiculous.
2: That's ridiculous. You're
1: you're wrong from the beginning. So Mm -hmm. when are we going to get people that are going to start to be sensible about this and say, all right, look, we're going to have guns in our society. That is part of who we are. It is part of our constitution. So let's be smart about how a person can go about getting that gun and who, at what age and with what background will be allowed to actually purchase that gun that's what we need to do everything needs to come towards the center but as long as we got the idiots sitting on the right and the idiots sitting on the left it ain't gonna happen i agree
2: and a president is not going to do anything about it from what he's showing except make these comments. Well, let's see some action. If there's a program in place, a national program, not a state program, not it's okay in California we're doing it, not in Washington, D.C. we're doing it, but we're not doing it in Texas or we're not doing it in Florida. A national program that's uniform across the country where teachers can become teachers and men or women that care to go in just like a reserve officer – or you can call it the teacher's protection program, whatever they want to call it. They get to go in, it's government-run, government-subsidized, and they get extra pay due to the training and the additional thing that they're going to do as a teacher, but always ready, God forbid, if the shite comes down. You know, extra pay warranted and trained properly. Government program put into effect, designed purposely to take a private citizen and help them deal with, God forbid, a situation if it does come up. You know,
1: Absolutely. that's the only way it's going to work, John. Absolutely. That's the only Just way it's going to work. You, can, you can. There's so many different avenues that we could take to make this happen. Does it take money? Yes. And you know what? This is what the federal government is for. This is why I pay taxes. This is why you pay taxes. They happen to take a lot of money from me every year. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they take a lot more money from you every year because you make a lot more money than me. <laughs> Not according but, to
2: Scott Coker, but that's okay. Uh,
1: but... <laughs> You've got to look and say, "Hey, we. Where is it that is important that we put our funds?" And it has come to the point where this is no longer of well, should we? It is a point of we must do things to protect our children in school. And so, look at if it's doing programs where we have teachers that want to be part of the program and they make a little extra money to take on that extra responsibility. Great. If you want to take off-duty police officers and have the ability for the off-duty police officer to have a second job and they can work in the schools, great. If you want to take military personnel that is just, you know, they've just left the military and they want this type of job we can move them into, boom. They have now a new avenue they can have this type of job. There's so many ways that we could do this and do it right with the people that would risk their lives to save our children if some idiot comes on and tries to do something to harm them. That's what we need. I don't need someone standing there just with a gun. I need someone like that football coach who will put themselves in between that line of fire to do what's right. And that's what we need, and it's going to cost money, and it's time to start spending that money.
2: I agree. And you know, you get back to the football coach, and uh, the report I got was that He was one of the first ones to be notified of uh, Nicholas Cruz when he was there about ready to go on his rampage because supposedly one of his friends came into a room and saw Cruz loading the AR-15, and he told him, you better get out of here. The the shite's going to go down, and the guy immediately ran down to that gym teacher – football uh, coach, excuse me, gym teacher, um, and this heroic gentleman immediately went into the eye of the storm and paid the price protecting students as a result. Uh, I agree, John. I agree. You know what here's another thing, John. The copycat aspects of this, I mean, immediately the day after, two days after, a freshman at a South Carolina high school posted a photo of himself wearing a mask and holding what looks like an assault rifle with and you know the caption he put on? Round two of Florida tomorrow. He's a ninth grader. They immediately arrested him, as they should. He had an airsoft rifle. This is not funny, folks. This is not funny. And, there, and we had another incident here, and the six degrees of separation is affecting me, and this is another reason I'm so damn affected by all this, and I've always have been, but more so ever because of what you said, John. There's no fucking around anymore. we got to get down, and we got to get something done about this, and it's got to happen now, okay? So there was another exactly incident it. here. Exactly it. There was another incident that Kristen was just telling me that, and we're talking about a 12 and 13-year-old kids. They found a guy at the school, a kid at the school, right, had weapons, ready to do it. This is in California. This is not nothing you're going to read about in the paper because it's not a shooting that took place, thank God. But how much of this is going around? The kid even had a death list of which my my boy's sister, his friend, um, she – excuse me, i get this right. She, her brother, was on this kid's death list when they found it. This is not isolated, John. This probably it's – like, it's like cells. ISIS cells in this country waiting to erupt. And you're right about what you said. The generation today is not as tough as the generation we grew up in, and the generation we grew up in is nowhere near as tough as the previous generation going back to the greatest generation of all, which served in World War II. Life is changing. We're getting a little pussified around here, and we're getting ruined by screens and media. Somehow we've got to grasp this and hold on to it, John, because it's not going to yeah. get better. It's going to get worse.
1: It is. It's going to get you know, if we don't do something and do something immediately to start making this like, look, at you don't have this this option. Then, then we're going to have this continue to occur because people want to be famous or they want to show that I'm upset or I'm hurt or someone has not done me right. And look at you know, how many times in your life have people not done you right? That's part of life and we all live with it.
2: Every but day, every day someone's trying to
1: do deal with any type of you know negative aspect, the social media aspect of people's lives now and what occurs, it's crazy what we have going on. And and we need to start getting smart about, you know, what we're gonna do and the protection of our kids. It's everything. And things have got to change.
2: Yeah. And you know where it's gonna start? It all as it always does, John, it starts in the home. It starts in the parenting. But as great as technology is and everything it's bringing us, I'm telling you, it's creating a major negative, and a lot of it is contributing to what we're discussing on the show today. So yeah. there's got to be a balance somewhere, John. There's got to be a balance, you know?
1: Yep, it's true. Uh,
2: you know, honestly, uh, I, I'm so upset right now even talking about this. I have a whole series of stories here to do. I'd rather that our listeners focus on this horrific subject that needs to be fixed that we're discussing today. And I'm going to end the show here and sign off with you, John, because I just think I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I, I'm, I'm very hyped up about this. I'd like to go further into it, but it's got to start at the top. And at the top, that means the president of the United States has got to put his hand down, his fist down and get everybody that votes for the Congress and votes in the Senate, that passes these bills, that makes these programs happen. There's no waiting time. There's no waiting time. Let's let's take care of the United States of America as it stands on its own soil. Instead of all the attention we're putting out elsewhere, we can still put that out, but we got major problems at home. And if you don't fix the problems that are in your house, your house is not going to be in order. And our house is not in order, John. The United States of America is not in order. Enough said.
1: I I, I agree with everything you're saying. The one thing I, I want to put out there, I can go back to, you know, President Reagan, I can go to President Bush, I can go to President Clinton, I can go back to Bush, I can go to Obama, I can go to Trump. Every one of those presidents have had a gun problem, a a position where they wanted to do something. It's the Senate and the Congress that have got to come together and do something about this. Quit being so far to one side, get to the center, and start to make something happen that's actually going to benefit the citizens of this country.
2: Yep. I agree, John. I agree. And on a last note, as we talk about that, and it's very prolifically said, uh, U.S. gun companies manufacture record 11 million firearms in 2016. More guns are being made now than ever, which means that our gun laws have to be better than ever and uniform more than ever, right? So let's, let's get this together, folks. That's all I can say. Sounds good to me. All right, Johnny. Listen, I love you, brother. I miss you. I want to Thank see you. you. And, and please, when you're in L.A., will you call me? Come by the pad. Let's have lunch. Let's not, let's not lose track of, of what each other's handsome face looks like, yours especially.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, brother. All
2: I'm right, John. In Florida. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Say hi to Elaine. All the best to you, my friend. I love you, brother. I'll talk to you later.
1: Here, brother. To you All right. Bye-bye. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more
2: effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, The more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.
0: Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th. Collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities. Up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit totalwine.com. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Look around.